Good morning, church. How's everybody doing? If you're paying close attention, you heard a whole bunch of wrong words on that last song. That was me. Oh, you'd think we didn't practice. We did. Apparently, everybody else did but me. <clears throat> Great to see everybody. Been gone for three weeks. Feels like it's been three months in some regards. It sure is good to be back in the house of the Lord. Great to be with our church family. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I hope it's a blessing to you uh, in more ways than one. Um, we're still in Romans. We're moving along at a pretty good pace. We heard a fun anecdote during small group. I always plug it. Um, man, it, we have some great discussions. Arguments is much too strong of a word, but I would probably welcome some argumentation, but I think everybody kind of sees eye to eye. But we really get into some of this stuff deep. If, if, you're, if you're following along and you feel maybe like, wow, this is whew, this is a lot going on here. This is true. Um, so we encourage you, if you've if you got the, you know, another hour available on a Sunday morning, you can join on Teams and just tune in. You don't have to speak. You don't have to address anything. You can just pay attention and listen. But we try to cover, uh, sand some of those rough corners that might come out of just hearing somebody talk for 30 minutes about something so incredibly rich as the text of Romans. So, um, and today we talked uh, about all kinds of, of wonderful parts of the first half of Romans 8, and we're going to be uh, wrapping up Romans 8 today, and there's always these wonderful segues. So at the end of, if you were here last week, it kind of ended with this notion of suffering, and we're going to touch on that today, about how we, how we wait during this time. So if you're, with, uh, if you're here today and you've got a Bible, turn with. If you're at home and have a Bible, you can turn. If not, it should be on the screen. We'll be in Romans 8, finishing it out from 18 to the end. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage of corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes on what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit? Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among, among many brothers. Bless you. And those whom He predestined, He also called. And those whom He called, He also justified. And those whom He justified, He also glorified. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, just excited to be back in the pulpit, excited to get to share the good news of Romans 8 as we uh, close down this chapter and obviously move our way through this book at large, Lord. There's so much rich information here, Lord. I pray uh, that the, the, my humble offering of words to try to communicate uh, aspects of the great glory of your word, Lord, would be sufficient enough to convey to those around um, how glorious you are, how much I esteem I hold you in, Lord. I, I pray that my words uh, don't resonate except to communicate your words into people's hearts where they can live and grow and make changes, Lord. 
I pray for all those within earshot of me today, and as Mike mentioned, maybe even weeks down the road, that if they hear this message, Lord, they understand that you are the only thing worthy of our worship and our glory, and um, that is exactly why we are here today, Lord. All glory to you. It's in your signs, I might pray. Amen. What are you waiting for? So you ever wonder what makes the good news good? Gospel kind of means good news. Um, why is it good?